This is Corey Willis with PBI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, I'm Clint Cannon from APS. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today. We've got a cool episode. It's a podcast listener. He reached out to us. His name's Cody. And he was telling us about his fourth gen build, which it started as a daily driver, farm truck, something he used every day, and he's turned it into a strictly race truck. And he's going to talk to us about what he did you know, when he first got the truck and then how the build evolved and decisions he had to make along the way for turbo, fueling, transmission, and suspension, and all these different things that went into it. And give us some tips on you know, things that uh, you know, helped him along the way and things he might do different if he was to start over again. So we think you guys are going to really enjoy this. And we want to remind everyone out there, if you've got a really cool build or something, you're really proud that you, you built yourself, just send us an email. It, our email is info at the dieselpodcast.com. Or you can tag us or message us on Instagram. Just search for the diesel podcast on either platform. We check messages all the time. We love to hear from you guys and see what you guys are building, what, what you put together, the stories behind it. And just the whole process. So that's what that's what Diesel's built around. That's what the community is is really known for is you know being independent, doing things yourself. So keep blowing us up, keep sending us messages, and uh, you never know, could end up on the podcast. And before we get to it, we want to thank two of our sponsors that help make episodes just like this one possible. The first is Diesel World Magazine. The guys over there are they do an amazing job of covering diesel performance, trends, events, tons of different things. And you can go right on their website. It's dieselworldmag.com. You can see new products, in-depth builds, um, opinions on diesel performance or what's happening in diesel, new engines, new emissions regulations, new basically anything that's going on in diesel, you can see it right there. So it's, it's almost as it happens, you get to see it. And you can also listen to the diesel podcast on their website as well. Second is ATS Diesel Performance. And during this podcast, you're going to hear about like the ATS dual fueler kit. And, and uh, those guys over there are doing a ton for new diesels as well as the old ones. So whether you've got a 5.9 or 7.3 or you've got a new 6.7 Power Stroke or 6.7 Cummins, whatever truck you might have, they've got parts for you from turbo kits, um, whether it's single or compounds, transmissions, exhaust manifolds, tons of different things. Go on to ATSDiesel.com. You can search by your year and make truck and then break it down into categories. So if you just want to look at transmissions, just want to look at turbos, dual fueler kits, you can search those right there. Order off the website. If you have any questions, you can give the guys over there a call. They're more than happy to help you. All right, let's get into this uh, this fourth gen build and uh, have Cody tell us about it. Cody, welcome to the Diesel Podcast, man. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm honored to be on the show. I been listening for quite a long time and kind of helped me throughout my build you know just listening what other guys have to say and uh, it's good to good to talk to you yeah i'm glad you I'm glad you emailed us and it was it was really cool to hear about your truck and i know our our listeners are gonna and i love it we've got a lot of fortune six seven cummins fans out there and so when you said that and also you know the way the truck started like you used it daily driving and everything and then exactly. basically turned it into a race truck yeah, Man. yeah. So <laughs> a lot of guys do. Yeah, I it's, it's kind of it's kind of one of those deals, I guess. I just I I don't know. It just it just happened, I guess. Is kind of my my passion for this 
deforestation is just blew, blew up, you know, it's, it's kind of just started and went from there and now it's coming to this, you know. But tell us how the truck started. What year is it? What did you get it to, you know, what was your main purpose when you bought it and the how those early days of, of owning it? Sure. Well, so I bought it brand new off the lot. It had five miles on it in 2011, 2011 four-door long bed, 6'7 Cummins. Um, <laughs> within 500 miles, you know, I, I've, I've always been turning trucks up and, and everything back through my days, so I, it was deleted within 500 miles. I just went with the H&S tuner from, uh, I had, um, actually I had Ryan do some custom tuning. I think it was like M- MMC back then, uh, put some 120 nozzles on it. I had a twin CP3 ATS pump that actually I had on my 03, my previous truck, and I slapped that on there, put a fast on it, and then I put a DPS or a, a 364 over 80 twin on it, and, I mean, I daily drove this forever. Stock training, I had the trans tune in it, um, and I... I beat the hell out of it, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a farmer, so I mean, I was, you know, changing water, towing heavy loads, trailers, and and even with the stock training, I, it, I mean, it held it no problems, and and I went from there, and then I kind of, I kind of got into diesel racing, kind of a guy around our local areas, like you know, come to the track, see what you do, and I was like, ah, you know, all right, I'll try it. So I went over to our kind of our local track is about 70 miles away over in Medford, Oregon. And sure enough, I, I went, I was, I don't know, I was like mid thirteens with it, you know, stock training, trying not to leave too hard, trying not to break anything. And, uh, so, uh, by the end of the year, I actually ran a 13 one with it. That was my best time with that setup. And on the last race, I left a little too hard and, Finally broke the 68. <laughs> so that's a good run, though. Yeah, I mean, I, it's surprising. I mean, with how much abuse I put to this truck, I mean, to to, to run a 13.1 on just a trans tune on those, and I mean, back back in 11, I I, I think it was about 13, 14s, kind of when the truck was at that point when I broke it. So I mean, it had probably 60,000 miles on it, and and finally I broke it, and I. I called uh, Dave at Ultimate Transmission up in Idaho uh, and talked with him, and he kind of went, didn't, you know, run down, what are you going to do with the truck? And at that point in time, I was still wanting to daily drive it and work out of it because I didn't really have another rig. That was just my 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 truck, you know. So he, he, he told me, you know, at first he was like, do you want to go big horsepower? They're working on the 48 swap back then, and he's like, 48 swap it, but still daily driving it. Maybe let's keep the 68. And so he talked me into building a, a 68. At the time, it was like, an, he kind of rated it 850 horse. So I did that. That cost quite a bit of money, but I, it, it was probably just as much to build that than I was at 48 swapping it. Yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah, I, so I... I kind of like the six speed and and that aspect of it for towing and everything, and so I was like, uh, I'll just do that. I I ain't gonna go faster, you know. I, I but things always change. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, when I read your email and you said, you know, it's a daily driver, farm truck. Now it's yeah. strictly race truck. Yeah, now it's now it's strictly race truck. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> it's, yeah. So back in 15, so when I got that ultimate tranny put in it, I was like, all right, need more. Got to go faster. So I pulled the injectors out, the 120 nozzles, and I put some 250 industrials in it. And then during this time, I popped the 64 millimeter charger, so I bought a Fat Shaft 66 and had industrial reworked to 80, and they made it into an 83. And with that built tranny, I went back over to the races and just ran a I ran a 12.5 with it. And then I kind of did some dyno events with it. I went down to TP in Santa Rosa, and it did 661 on that setup. So that was pretty cool. I mean, it surprised everybody because, I mean, I still had my headache rack and my, my pack tanks to fill the tractors, you know, and and, and just dirty, too. I mean, I, I could never keep my pickup clean because I'm always in the field. And, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. And then I was still running that uh, H&S tune through Ryan on this whole setup. And then that's kind of when the EFI Live was coming out for the, you know, the 2011 trucks. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, well, let's get a little bit more power, you know. So <laughs> I had Robert at, uh, Robert Ivy at the time, I think it was, he's at Calibrated now, but it was like uh, Altered Diesel Works. He uh, tuned the truck, and kind of my goal on that whole setup was, I want 11 second daily driver, and finally did it. I went 11 nine with it, so that was that was pretty awesome with the 68, and then kind of raced it, and I I broke the training again, and and I called Dave, and we kind of knew it was. I mean, it was an 850 horse training, and and my track times and my weight, I was probably right there at you know that 850 900 horse range, so. That's kind of what inspired the the full out. Let's just build it. <laughs> did, did you go with the forty eight swap? I did. I did. I, so I, I I completely just went crazy with the build. I know, and and I just thought, you know, it'd be cool four door long bed. At the time, there's kind of not very many people doing it. I mean, I'm Levon's white truck, that his tow truck. You know, I'm not anywhere near that caliber, but you know, just being a farm kid. Doing that, you know, it's pretty cool to have a four-door long bed making into a race truck, you know. So, just something different. Uh, for the the people out there that are listening and they have, it could be a third gen, six, seven, or four gen. They get into the same situation that you were in back then, where they make the power, the motor can handle it, and they're in between a sixty-eight RFE and a forty-eight RE swap. What would you say? What did you like about the sixty-eight? Versus what do you like about the 48 RE that's in it now? Uh, I mean, the 68 was probably more, you know, just daily driving it. I mean, they shift so nice and and, and everything. But, I mean, if you want if you want a, the power and stuff, I mean, they they got them pretty well figured out now. Randy down there in Utah, he's got he's got that thing figured. But I went, com- I went completely 48 manual valve body, the whole works. I kind of just wanted the whole control over that transmission and, you know, and I think it, it's going to hold the, whatever I throw at it. Basically, David up there in Ultimate, he, uh, he put me a 2600 stall in it, 
Um, it's got all the big fat shafts in it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's built bad to the bone. It's actually almost identical to what Tyler Cape runs in his, his, his race truck. So it's pretty cool. Except mine's a 48, his is a 47. So just a little bit different. And when you were looking at doing the manual valve body versus doing like a PCS standalone, what made you choose the manual valve body versus electronic? Um, kind of my biggest fallback, I guess, is I, me working on my own truck, the wiring and the, like the tuning of the, the PCM and, or I just, it, it might be a little bit above what I'm capable of doing. So I kind of went more simpler having control at my fingertips. I mean, you can probably with, you're going to, you probably have way better track times with, uh, a PCM or whatever, but I, I don't know. I just kind of went more the simple route and kind of have full control of it. And plus I like banging gears too. It's kind of <laughs> nice rolling in and hitting that. And I mean, lock or line pressure is 250 and you shift and you chirp the tires. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had mentioned in your email that the only thing you didn't do on your truck was the transmission. Right. But I wanted, I wanted to go more in depth with like the twin fueler kit, the turbo kit, the injectors, sure. those kind of things. What was it? It Was it something you had done before or was this the first truck where you had dived into it like that? Well, I, it's, this is the first truck I actually dived into the motor and, and went through the motor. You know, I, 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 me and my buddy Miles, we, we pulled the motor out. We, we kind of dived into that, the whole deal. We just kind of took it slow, took a, read a book and, and just kind of, dived into it but like on the the performance part sides i i've been ranching on my own pickups for quite a while and so like the add-on stuff it was kind of like a no-brainer and i just bolt stuff on and go from there that's so cool about the well i guess not just cummins engines but i'd say mostly cummins engines is they're so easy to work on so like the turbo you don't even really need to look at the instructions to swap the manifold put the turbo on hook the downpipe up charge pipe yeah. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, straightforward stuff. And and uh, a lot of these companies, I mean, they make it just so simple. And and a lot of the stuff is, you know, real clean and, and nice, easy installs. So I, just don't be afraid. Just jump in and do it. It's kind of the only way you're going to learn is by doing it, you know. And, and if you got questions, there's people out there. I mean, I constantly bug my buddy down in Southern California mad about, you know, hey, have you done this before or does this work out or, you know, or, or anything, but, you know, just, just dive in, I guess, and, and do it. And when you were doing the motor, did you go do a full motor build to like billet rods and? Well, yeah, I, I did all that. I kind of went through uh, kind of right when I started to build, I kind of had a a financial deal come up and it kind of went on the back, back burner kind of family first. So, my intention was billet rods and everything, but I actually only went with the 12 valve shot peen rods just because my budget just took a huge dent. Um, but I put a girdle in, uh, what else? I've got an industrial race head on it. It's got a Hellman side draft. Um, it's got coated six, seven pistons. It's a little bit of flight cut relief, 188 cam. Um, you know, just kind of a mild build. I know it ain't going to be no 1500 horse truck, but I, I kind of want to shoot for 1200 and I know I'm on borrowed time with it, but I, 
next next winter it's going to get pulled again and get billet rods because I'm I'm more financially sound with with everything it'll kind of fit my budget but it's been sitting for two years now and I just want to go racing so <laughs> I know there's a risk there so we'll, we'll just I mean if it happens it happens I got I got another five nine block that I can build so we'll 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 just see see what this next season brings me so. Then when you were looking at, at doing all these upgrades, did you sit down and come up with a plan? Like my goal is, say, that 1200 So every part that I'm going to buy or add to this truck is shooting for that 1200 Or did it kind of just snowball? It kind of, it kind of, I, I, you know, I had a goal that I, I, I really wanted over a 1,000 horse. And, and, I mean, there's daily drivers out there with 1,000 horse now. But back then, I was like, that was my goal. And it kind of, it when I started building the motor, that's that was kind of the main focus. Anything over a thousand, and and I kind of came across a few parts that will now kind of allow me to go to like that twelve hundred on air. I'm going to run a eighty millimeter forced induction uh, single, you know, and should be enough air for for twelve hundred horsepower. So I'm kind of kind of that's my that's where I want to be is sitting right now is is kind of right in there, you know. Now with, say, looking back on it, after you decided, hey, I'm going to do the 48, so let's just say, like, that's the point when you decided, hey, I'm going to go race truck. Was there, were there some things during that process where you'd tell people, hey, this is what I learned, it worked for my build, it might work for yours, and then things where you're like, don't do it this way, I totally messed up, I wasted money or time, or <laughs> things like that, don't do uh, it this way. Well, yeah, a little bit. I guess I'm more on the injector side, and maybe maybe now, too, it's been later on, but I actually switched this truck over to a full standalone 06 ECM, too. Okay. I, I probably wouldn't have done that. Uh, now knowing the tuning capability they got on these 2011s, I was thinking RPM back then, you know, um, and and the tuning was just just starting to come out, and I was like, uh, I don't know. The the 06 ECM, is, I mean, it's proven they can get RPMs out of it. I'm, I was going to switch over to that. So if if I was building this truck completely over again, I would have kept it six seven six seven wiring harness, six seven injectors, that kind of deal, I guess. So that's kind of been a a rough road for me because I, I bought a wiring harness out of a wreck truck and and my downfall is the, the wiring aspect of it so I've been slowly picking through the wiring harness to get it to get it standalone and 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 you know running from there so that was that's kind of a downfall I I would tell the listeners to maybe if they were thinking about building a fourth gen and kind of going that route i think it's it's something that's really cool that's happened though you know over the last few years like you mentioned where the tuning for them has come so far that you almost don't even really need to do it now but in those early days that was the way to get certain things a five nine exactly. ECM just had more available to it and exactly when you want to go fast that was that was the only way yeah to do that's, it. A, that's the way to do it so and and if my build wasn't taking me so long i'd probably I probably would have been back the other way, you know, because I was wishing this truck was running two years ago. And, and <laughs> so, oh, well. 
Now, for for things that you're like, man, I I made the right decision there. Like that saved me time or money or you know things like that along the process. What were some things that that you did? Say for the parts, um, you know, deciding what to go with, deciding what combination, where to find them. Um, you know, maybe even with the swap, like you know, finding some of the small things you needed to to swap the forty eight M. Right. I I mean, I. I've kind of always, well, I the the twin pumps. I, I always had a ten mil pump and a and a stock six seven pump. So having that, I knew trying to buy parts once. So because I spent, I wasted a lot of money changing my setups. But having the the correct fuel for my goal, the correct um, turbo setup, and and I've had twins and and everything and and. Just getting getting everything to match your own recipe, I guess. And and uh, right now, I'm still I'm still I pulled my injectors out. I had some 225s, and and I'm actually in the works of trying to look for another set, maybe even bigger. That way, I I kind of want to build it build it bigger now, and 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 kind of detune everything. So if in the process later on, if I want to put rods in it and everything, I my fueling set up, my turbo, you know, everything set up so I can I can grow into it, I guess, and go from there. It's one of the big things too is once you know we get past like I'd say turbo and custom tuning, probably built transmission. It's you know, it, and it's kind of hard too to say like when you get six hundred and fifty horsepower, it's like man, this is fun. I'm having a great time. Oh, yeah. and then you get bored with it after. Maybe a month or six months or whatever sure. it is, and you yeah. want more, but yeah. your inject your fuel's tapped out. So then you get, buy injectors, and then exactly uh, the turbos tapped, and you gotta do a different turbo setup. And I think trying to find or even guess, I guess it is like where yeah, you gonna be yeah. happy? Is it eight hundred, nine hundred, twelve hundred, fifteen? And I'm I'm sure I'm gonna change. I, I say eleven hundred now. I build the motor better, sleeve it, you know, do the works to it. <laughs> I might be 2000 one day, you know. I don't, I don't know. It's just kind of kind of it's going to be year to year see what see what happens. As far as getting it out there to the track, what what kind of plans do you have for next year for for taking it out racing it? So basically, I I got it to the point once I get with I buy a set of new, new injectors, trucks ready to go. I got I get I finally got it all the everything worked out on it. Um I live in southern Oregon and uh there's always a great event over in Metford, uh, Matt from Siski Diesel. He just puts on an awesome event down there. And, um, I usually go race over there. I try to go south to like Sacramento, do some races down there, um, heading a little bit north and head up into Oregon and Washington, you know, try to do some dyno events and, and some hit some tracks everywhere. So it's kind of my plans for next year on it. And, See see if I can get the truck. I I'd really like to run low tens. If I can get a high nine out of it, that'd be that'd be sweet. So we'll we'll see if the bottom end holds up with those twelve valve rods. But we'll just go from there. You know. That's the uh, the cool thing about that platform is like even if it doesn't, it, you have a backup plan. Tons of yeah. parts and upgrades and things that you can do to that other to the spare engine that you have to just exactly have it ready to go just have it ready to go and and then i mean i got the 48 so i mean that's if the motor blows hope i mean that'll still be good so i can just pull that out and we'll just 
put it in maybe I might change it up and go to a, a, a short or a, a single cab pickup, you know, if I want to try to go a little bit faster. <laughs> but we'll we'll see how fast we can get this four door long bed. So. What did you do with the suspension setup? So basically, I uh, I cut a coil out of the front and lowered it. I, me and my buddy Miles, we built these uh, kind of some control arms. We just used some high joints and everything. So we kind of put that. We cut the cowl out, kind of make some more room for trying to shed a little bit of weight. And it, I mean, it makes it awesome since I ain't driving daily driving it no more but i mean it makes it awesome to pull the motor or do head work or retorque the head studs or whatever you got to do uh we cut some weight out of the fenders there's kind of like a sub brace on the fenders we kind of cut out then we kind of took a whole saw down it and shedded every weight we could in the front end um i move i'm actually running water to air so i got my water to air sitting in the passenger seat seat to kind of help ballast some weight, you know, because it's still, it's still about 50, 5,700 pounds, and that, that was light, so I haven't got me in it and filled up with fuel or anything like that, so it's still pretty heavy. I can't, I still, I still got the dash in it, but I stripped all the wiring harness out of it. Um, I stripped all the plastics off the side. I put a race seat in it. It's got a roll bar. Actually, uh, that's another thing that I didn't do is, uh, Fab down in California, they uh, they did my roll bar and everything, my roll cage. Um, I gutted the back, I the the tray and everything that was kind of in the back. I trimmed that all up, kind of made it all nice in there. Cleared all the airbags and everything. Then I got back to the bed and I, I just gutted the bed completely. It was hammered anyways. <laughs> it had holes in it. You could see daylight from how much I beat it up on the farm. It was. It, it should have had a flatbed on it, to be honest with you. But I dropped the rear down to I, – I got two leafs in it, and then there's uh, some crossbars through, like, where the spare tire is and kind of in the middle of the frame. I cut those out and just put some uh, pipe – or, uh, excuse me, some tubing in there, kind of brace two extra deals, brace it up. One has, like – comes down and has, like, the driveline hoops and stuff on it. Then I came over to try to ballast a little bit more weight. I put my water box on the passenger side, kind of right above the rear tires. And then I have two batteries, and on the, there's a bar right there that has some rebound shocks that go straight down. And then I put, like, a 15-gallon fuel cell along with my fast in the far back. And that's kind of a suspension setup. I mean, it's still... Nothing fancy, but hopefully, hopefully we can get some good sixty foots out of it. So, so this this is full on race truck. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's it's full on race truck to me, and it's just I, there's a lot more things guys do, but just just listening to guys, looking at their setups, and you know how you know how can their setup work for me, or, yeah. or what am I capable of doing? Me and me and my buddy spent I don't know how much time on it. Miles, he's he's a, awesome with you know making fabricate and stuff so we're we're just sitting in the shop and you know how how can we do this you know and and how how can we get the hops out of it so we we look on how everybody else you know the rebound shocks and how how other guys set them up and and that kind of stuff so we just kind of went from there and kind of made our own recipe i guess 
I think that's what's so cool and, and the sweet spot of diesel performance is where you can do this yourself. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, you're going to order kit from someone or a part or turbo or something like that, but you can do it. You can do it, you know, with friends or family or by yourself. Oh, yeah. And you can have a really fast, fun truck. It doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, a, a professional year-round business, so to right. speak. You can do it, and anyone can do it if, yeah, if exactly. they have a passion for it. Exactly, and I, I mean, I, I it, it probably been done a long time ago, but it probably wouldn't be to where it is today if I paid somebody to do it. You know, yeah. I'm not saying, not saying. I mean, it probably would have been a way better job too, because you know, not knowing and just trying it. But you know, if you got to pay somebody, that's that's quite a bit of money that you could have put back in your build. You know, and and that's kind of the way I've seen it. And then plus. Plus, when you go out and race it, it's you. You've done. I mean, you touched every bolt on this truck, and and racing it. I mean, it it, it feels it feels awesome that knowing that you built you built this. You know, so that's kind of kind of way I feel about it. And 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 don't get me wrong, I I, I didn't build the whole thing. Me and my buddies. I mean, we we I don't know how many hours we spent on this thing, but. It's just it's just cool to know that that you did it. So, anyways, I think it's a way too to be able to take the build even farther when you're not necessarily paying labor for this, labor for that, right? Or yep. shipping the truck someplace and then having it come back is you can reinvest that into parts and into right. yep. other upgrades to make it go faster. And yeah, it costs time and there's probably things that need to be redone or you gotta do two or three times. But like you said, you know, every bolt on that truck, you've gone over the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you take it out and if something doesn't work, just come back and, and, and try to rethink it, try to, try to redo it, try to make it better, you know, and, and I'm sure I might launch and something, (laughs) it might hop or, not hook or or something but we'll just we'll just bring it back and and go through it and see see what we can fix so yeah I definitely encourage the the listeners to check us out on like facebook and instagram for pictures of this truck because it's gonna it sounds really cool and i haven't yeah. seen it yet I'm sure no. a little later today but <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully uh I, I got it in our shop right now and i got a bunch of our we put a bunch of stuff away for winter so I gotta pull it all out, and and I want to get it out. But I kind of been bad. I haven't really posted too many pictures on my Instagram about the build, which I should have. But I just sometimes I'm not very good about that. But uh, I'm gonna start doing it quite a bit more, uh, on, at least on my Instagram page. I kind of keep my Facebook just kind of you know personal family stuff. But I kind of built my Facebook page for my strictly race truck. So I had I had my daily driver while this thing was getting built i i pulled the, the 48 out of it and my injectors and bought a single turbo and pumps while we're you know still building the chassis on this truck and threw it in my daily driver and it's a full door mega cab and went out and ran 1140s with it so you'll see that a lot on my probably more than the race truck on my my instagram right now but it's a uh, heath.cody at nine or 947 and that's kind of where my my Instagram is, and and I'll get more on it and take some more pictures and go through more of this build. So it's been a it's been a trip. I know that. You'll have to uh, let us know when you take it out for its its maiden voyage, and yeah, and get us some videos or tag us on there, and 
sure. I really like to see the, the truck run and then get your feedback once you take it out and see, you know, what if it performed how you expected or what was different and yeah. kind of some feedback. Yeah. Yeah, I can sure can do that. I I had it ready to go in June and and I I I fought some ECM problems. <laughs> I took it over to the racetrack and that that morning before or the night before the race and I don't know what we did and this kind of my my wiring bill, but something happened to ECM. It locked it. I think it put skim back on the when we tried to flash it and it it wouldn't start. And finally, just uh, it kind of came back. That I got some time after farming was over. Farming takes a lot of time in the summertime, and I put a, a buddy's ECM on it and it fired right up. So uh, just um, <laughs> just one of those deals, you know. It just crap. So oh, yeah. I'll uh, uh, hopefully we'll we'll have it running once I get a set of injectors. I called uh, DDP. I'm actually thinking about using them as building the injectors on it and get a set of injectors and. And it's snowing here, but I'll I'll take it out and do a few test hits on the the county road. I I kind of live where nobody's at, so it's kind of nice having a little test trip out out in front of your house, you know. So I'll I'll definitely get some posts picked up, and I'll probably the first event I think is going to be that I'll probably go to is in May, kind of like the end of May. There's a dyno and a eight mile event a little bit north here in Madras, Oregon. So. That's kind of be my my first event with it, so we'll see how it does. Yeah, man, you have to come back on the podcast and talk to us about it, and yeah, and keep us to. updated. I love to, and if the motor pops, I'll even come back on it and just tell them, you know, <laughs> don't don't put twelve valve rods in it, but hey, <laughs> that's what I got, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I really appreciate your time today, Cody, chatting with us and sharing some knowledge and experiences that, that you had with uh, you know taking your truck from. A daily driver, daily driver farm truck, and yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> you went all out on it. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I I appreciate you taking my email and giving me a call up, and and I know I forgot a lot of stuff on this truck, but that's kind of we'll uh we'll, we'll definitely have to do another one when this thing runs. So oh, yeah, we'll do part two. Part two sounds great. <laughs> Thanks again, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to dieselworldmag.com, bookmark it. Those guys uh, got a ton of great info, up-to-date information as well. So if you want to stay on top of everything happening in diesel, those guys got it. And also ATS Diesel Performance. You just go to atsdiesel.com. You can check out parts for your truck, whether you just want you know, a little bit more towing power, lower EGTs, or you're doing a full-on build like the one we talked about today, those guys got parts for you. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.